This episode is brought to you by Vin Italy International Academy, the toughest Italian wine program. 1,000 candidates have produced 262 Italian wine ambassadors to date. Next courses in Hong Kong, Russia, New York, and Verona. Think you make the cut? Apply now at vinitalyinternational.com. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Ciao ragazzi, welcome to Italian Wine Podcast, and this is the On the Road Edition. We are in Barile. It's in Basilicata with, of course, Elena Fucci. Ciao, Elena. Ciao. 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 Bene. Elena, so where is Barile exactly? Because when we think of Barile, I think of pasta. <laughs> no, it's Barilla. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's close. It's just one word. Same. It's same. It's same. Word, right? Barile, Barilla. I'm thinking like, you know, Parma, whatever, but we're in Basilicata. So tell us where we are. Yeah. Here we are in the part north of Basilicata on the Monte Vultre. The Monte Vultre is a old volcano extinct and Barile is my town. It's a small town on the, on the Monte Vultre. Okay, so and what is kind of the, the famous, I would say, city close to uh, Barile? Close to Barile, in, the, in this part, uh, Basilicata have uh, two provinces, mm-hmm. Matera and Potenza, okay? Potenza is the north part, and now we are in the Potenza province. Right. Uh, Matera is uh, the, uh, the south, the part south of Basilicata, and uh, is under part. Barile uh, is yeah. near Melfi, for example, and Melfi in the past is a city where, where live Federico II di Svevia, most important right. imperator in, uh, in uh, South Italy. And, uh, and uh, we have a castle in, the, in the, his house in the Melfi, and uh, Melfi is most famous. Barile is a very small town. Uh, it ha- have a very old origin. It's a Greek origin and Albania origin. In the it, Albanian, yes. So you have to you your family has Albanian region as well. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Because my 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 family is born. My mommy and my daddy born in Barile, and they have uh, in Barile. Every people have uh, all all the origin of uh, from Albania. See, from Albania, and we speak here a special language is uh, Arbresh. Is it like a dialect? Arbresh is like like a dialect, but it's mm-hmm. another language. It's totally different than. Oh, it's a dialect. language. Yes, it's a language, and it's a Greek and Albania old. Oh, language. you're kidding! So do you yes. do you speak that yeah. as well? Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. So I know that you know. Of course, we did a small pasta lesson with your yeah. your mom and dad today. Yes. And that is is that an so is that an Albanian dish? See, yes, is a is a, a old Albania dish, mm-hmm. and the name is Tumats Matulje. Tumats Matulje. I kept on saying too much, but. Uh, <laughs> 
Tell us what, what we, we had made. Tomazzo. Tomazzo is the tagliatella and matuglie. In Abrèche. Yes, in Abrèche, in Abrèche. And matuglie is uh, with the bread, with the... Okay, so we, we made that today. So that's... That's very, very interesting. So listen, Elena, I know that your grandfather passed last week, yeah. right? Yeah. And was he, how old was he? 95 years old. I've seen few producers before getting to you this week. They know him. They had met him, especially like Gianfranco, Fino, etc. Yeah. And yeah. spoke, of course, wonderfully about him. You had a special relationship with him, right? Yes, because I returned to work with him uh, because my mom and my daddy are a teacher. And when I decided to study viticulture and enology and agronomy, I returned to work with my grandfather in uh, Barile. And uh, my, my grandfather is a very funny person. So he works uh, in the world because where he's young, he going uh, in uh, Venezuela, in Caracas, and he worked in Caracas. And uh, after work, he returned in Italy and uh, he buy this property where uh, his father working. It's a very... So this house? Story. This house and the... And the vineyard. And the vineyard, yeah. Father working here for the big uh, property. So in a way, I mean, you've started the winery in 2000, but it's really also your grandfather who gave you that possibility because he bought the land and he started also making some wine, right? Yeah. Small yeah. quantity yeah, of yeah, wine. Yes. He's ma he making a small quantity of wine for the family, but uh, it's a very good wine in the past for the people because the people uh, the people know this what was his name family wine. generoso generoso but he was known as rose nonno right? rosa nonno yes. rosa for us uh, is nonno rosa because when i when we are children i and my sister and my cousin is a very long name generoso for the children and we nonno rosa is uh, more simple <laughs> so uh, so you you know you have two siblings right two sisters yeah but they're not doing they're not in the wine business no i'm oldest my sister my sister uh, rosella is a doctor mm -hmm. and uh, and what about your other sister the other sister is 10 here younger younger and she studied uh, literature old literature in uh, in pisa i wanted to ask you this label can you tell us what this label is all about yeah, the Titolo is our classic wine, and we produce 25, 30,000 bottles mm -hmm. with a six hectare of vigna and uh, only Alianico del Vulture is Alianico del Vulture 100%. And uh, with uh, a six hectare for our DOC, a DOCG is possible to produce 60,000 bottles, but we produce exactly half, and uh, because we pre-sure select the grapes before and after the harvest, and we work only for the high quality. In the last uh, six or seven years we start with a new project with a special edition of Titolo and are the label the, the different color and we have the new entry is the rosé pink edition uh, Titolo pink edition we produce only 900 bottles after uh, we have a, a amphora vinification and aging in amphora and uh, we produce uh, 900 bottles mm -hmm. and after superior and reserva are a uh, DOCG and we produce uh, only 400 bottles uh, 
for uh, for label. And uh, the last uh, project is the Shag. Shag, completely a, different, right? So you didn't call it Titolo, why? It's another project because in uh, 2016, four friends of my grandfather decided to cut a uh, very old vigna, 70-year-old vigna. And I and Andrea decided to working for day this vigna because they, for day is impossible uh, to work. They are very old, mm -hmm. uh, 93, 94, 96 year old. And for day today, uh, today is not is possible to work in vigna. I and Andrea working vigna for day. Mm -hmm. And with a grape, we produce another, another wine. Shag in our language, in our dialect, Arbresh, in Arbresh, is a um, palm grade. Pomegranate, pomegranate, yeah. and uh, is a, a symbolic in Italy. In, Ital in Italy, is a reborn symbolic of okay. reborn, and exactly uh, this wine is a, a reborn for this old vigna. And we, with the old vigna, with this grape, we produce a, a wine for the young generation, for the young people. Is a little bit smart. Yeah. So, um, and how many bottles are you doing at that? Uh, for four hundred. Four and half. Yeah, so 400 and 900 seems to be your magic number yeah. in a way, yeah. right? Yeah. How did you come up with this logo? Yeah. The logo is my 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 name, E and F. So the E, the, the horizontal line. Lines is E and e. line is F. Aha, okay. okay. And you have this like thing going yeah, on the yes, wings. What yes. what is that? Because we we with my grandfather, um, with my father, sorry, uh, in two thousand when I start, we think a uh, a label, and after we think a logo, and uh, only E and F for my father, uh, not is good. It was it was too simple. Yes, and with a pen, he write a uh, a hills. Two hills. Oh, two hills. And are the terrace, the, the vines, the terrace, you see the terrace of the Aha. in the hills. Okay. So, um, during COVID, how did you live COVID? Like 2000 and you're a small winery and I believe your wines are not um, sold in supermarkets. So I know the ones who had access to GDOs in Italy and elsewhere, They've actually done very, very well during COVID because people drank wine like crazy, mm -hmm. right? That was 20. 21, I do believe the premium wines like yourself perform better than the year before. But how did COVID affect um, your commercial success? Mm -hmm. But also how did you cope with COVID in general? In 2020, uh, changing uh, completely the approach with the the the, the client mm -hmm. because uh, um, I present the new vintage and the new project, uh, or for example, Amfra or or uh, Rosato, uh, I present on. Uh, on internet, on Zoom or on internet, mm -hmm. is a different. So you did, you did um, online tasting yes, with yes. yours. And after the order directly. Aha. Uh -huh. But that's, 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 um, 
international clients or Italian clients? We start uh, in this. Uh, we start with uh, this work for the Italian clients because uh, we have a very m- more order for the private uh, client, uh, not restaurant. From COVID, so, from yeah. and uh, we start with Italy after. After two, three months, uh, the uh, export uh, importer, they call me and they think, uh, oh, Elena, it's possible for you to explain the wine uh, by the private client because they have the wine. But uh, the, the, the day is very long because we start with a Zoom, uh, with a direct, direct, direct Instagram or uh, uh, in the morning, nine o'clock and I finish in the night because in the USA is a different, different time. Different time. Uh, yes, and uh, it's a very hard wor- wor- work, but uh, strange, different, strange, but uh, uh, for me, uh, for me it's very, very funny because for me it's possible to know the final client. Right. And usually this not is possible because uh, they are in the other part of the world. And, uh, so how many, how many visitors do you have? Like, how, how, and how does it work? They go on your website and they yeah. reserve online. How long does the visit last? Because you have a very skinny, small structure. See? Who's organizing all the, um, the tours and the wine tasting yeah. and all of that stuff. The tour, uh, the tour start with the tour in the vigna after the new cellar and after the old cellar mm-hmm. and finish in the with the testing in the testing room and uh, during a one hour and a half two hour uh, and uh, it's possible to only with a reservation is mm-hmm. is important. Yes. What are some of the big wines more famous wines that you can think of to say if you like that wine you should try Alianico del Vulture I think Etna Rosso Etna I think they were very smart because they said if you like Pinot Noir Mm -hmm. you know from Burgundy you should try Etna I know they're different but if you like that kind of style, See, then you should try. I love, I love Nebbiolo grapes. Right. And, uh, I love, uh, uh, for example, I'm very, I'm uh, best fan of uh, Barolo, and my husband is best fan of Barbaresco, mm-hmm. for example. And uh, the Aglia, for the Aglianico, and the Aglianico in, in Basilicata and in the in the campagna for me is more difficult to share because the usually where i'm uh, uh, in the restaurant in italy or you know, i don't drink aglianico i don't drink my wine i don't drink aglianico del volto when i i'm in the in the in the usa in canada in the other part of the world where is the on the on, on the, the wine, wine list uh, the, the the wine in basilic bas, from basilicata I shared from Basile <laughs> always, and uh, um, it's more difficult for me uh, to have uh, one uh, um, model of uh, Aglianico because I work uh, in the uh, I work for for the wine modern, but not modernist, and for me is uh, is most 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 difficult uh, uh, to think Aglianico only for the tradition mm-hmm. or traditional wine. 
because uh, uh, I think uh, the, the Alianico in the last uh, 50, 50, 10 years uh, yeah. increase uh, in, the, in the production and the medium quality is, uh, is uh, the high level. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, uh, probably, probably this, uh, this, this the population in the, in the Basilicata and in Campania, uh, they have... Uh, They, they think they think more uh, at the traditional methods. I think uh, today is the moment to do drink Aglianico del Vulto. Is Aglianico or Aglianico del Vulto is impossible to wait 20, 10, 20, 25 years before drink the wine. It's important to produce a wine, to produce a wine in the, in the, in the mo modernist mood, but it's important to, to drink the wine. It's impossible today, I think. This is okay. my personal opinion. What is the what would you recommend in terms of food with your different ones? Yes, I think uh, the titolo classic uh, is uh, better for the uh, the lamb uh, the the bacala. The a bacala. Yes. Mm. Here is most famous the bacala la carrettiera with uh, a peperone crusco. Uh, the peperone crusco is a a crunch pepper okay and uh, sweet pepper mm -hmm. so not not spicy not spicy no uh, we 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 dressing under the sun uh, these peppers in the in the august mm -hmm. and after in the in the winter we fry in the olive oil uh, the the sweet peppers and these are like chips Mm -hmm. uh, like like a chips. Okay, I'm I'm a little surprised about uh, bacala. I'm going to try that. Okay, that's a wrap, and that's Italian wine podcast on the road edition with Elena Fucci in Barile, not Barilla, uh, from in Basilicata. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin! guys i'm joy livingston and i am the producer of the italian wine podcast thank you for listening we are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began this is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day of course this takes time and effort not to mention the cost of equipment production and editing we would be grateful for your donations suggestions requests and ideas for more information on how to get in touch go to italianwinepodcast.com